Hello and welcome to another episode of Romp, a podcast about gay dating in a time before Grinder. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to Maurice Greenham. He's circa 83 and he's been living with HIV since 1984. And we'll talk about his early life and escapades in Macclesfield, Nottingham, Congleton, Durham, Amsterdam and more, including an arrest for cottaging. I began the conversation by asking him about his school days in the 1950s. Well, when I was in my secondary school, I filled my, my 11 plus. So you had to go to a, a sad, comprehensive school for, the, for your whole school career then? It was the best thing I ever did. We, we I, I actually had sex education. No, in what? Now, in the, in the in 50s? The 50s? In the 50s. That's unheard of. In the 50s. Yes, it was not on the curriculum. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we were, it was an optional uh, after school. After school, <laughs> this, is, okay. this is getting seedier by the minute. So. <laughs> and uh, but the thing was, with, uh, the, the, the teacher—it wasn't a, 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 a science teacher; it was actually the music teacher who, who did the, the, this, this things, uh, this uh, sex education. And it went through the, the basics and uh, the, uh, you know the, the, the biology. Mm. And then we came to the the the, 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 the part which is, is used in this start, which is the, the emotional and. Uh, and the the effect on on, on personality and uh, and uh, and personal development. Oh wow! And he, and he said, well, at this stage in your life, he said, oh, you, you're you're in puberty, you're in adolescence, and so your bodies will be changing. He said, I'm much, I'm 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 sure that, and, and you'll be experimenting with each other. And he says, I'm much sure that your your parents would much rather be experimenting with each other than experimenting with girls and making them pregnant. Wow. And why do you think? Because I was at school in the finished school in the eighty nine, and we didn't have anything. There was no mention of experimenting with each other. Why was that teacher talking in that way? Do you think? Oh, because it, because he was closeted gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was hoping for you to say. Yes. Wow. And that that's and 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 how did the school react to that? You know, what did you and the boys around you react? To oh that no, 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 no. Ah, right. Well, well, the oh, was this a one on one session? No, 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 this is a group. Okay. This is a group, yeah, yeah. I've got, no, 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 no. I've got different films going on in my head, haven't I? That I shouldn't have. You have, you have indeed. <laughs> yes. and, no, no, this this was a, a, a group session, and, uh, uh, and and you didn't talk about sex, let alone gay sex, or, or it wasn't even called gay sex then. It, 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 the whole business about sexuality and and emotions was was taboo mm-hmm. and so so it, it wasn't mentioned I mean, we, we 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 didn't have to keep it secret we just did that was just that was yes. the norm that yeah. was the but it did mean that we became rather close as a as a as a group when did you first know that you weren't straight then uh, well, I, I mean, it, it never occurred to me that I was anything other than what I was. I mean, I was always attracted to to same sex. You know, they're, they're always uh, uh, boys are always attracted to me more than than girls. I don't know that I was particularly early in, in my my sexual development, but I, but certainly by the the time I was eleven, I was uh, uh, <laughs> I, I was already uh, mature, shall we say? Right. Okay. And, uh, yes, and and also very, um, well, it wasn't just just. Um, <clears throat> The, the boys at school. It was the boys in the neighbourhood as well. You know, so so how 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 did you get boys in the neighbourhood? Because I I just remember being scared of anyone even looking at me and saying something and getting beaten up. How did you overcome all that kind of thing? 
Well, but again, it's all under the. You didn't speak about it. Yes. It was, you know, you you were just part of of, of playing. But uh, uh, I, rather than playing doctors and nurses, I'd rather play doctors and doctors. You right. know, you know, it's, it's, it, that's the thing. So, so you put you kind of push it gently, slowly forward, see how far you could get with someone or something. Well, yeah, it, it, it didn't say it didn't take take long because they're, they're all of the same similar age and they're all mm. going through the same. Uh, Build up a testosterone and uh, and uh, and very high libidos and uh, they, they all had a very high sexual drive. I had a, a, a happy childhood. I think a, a happy was, sexual, was gay sexuality I mean, frowned upon then? Do you think? Yeah, because it seems to be quite oh, totally. open. Totally, oh, so it no, was. No, so it no, was no, a, no, no, It was a no, complete no, no. taboo. Totally, totally taboo. Totally taboo. It just wasn't talked about. Right. It's something you did. Yes. And you did in private, and you did it secretly. One of the key turning points for me was uh, when one of my regular partners said, um, "Oh, he said it's it's it's, uh, it's it's much better when you do it with it." When he was, it was tickling my hand, and they said, "It's much better when a girl does it." Oh, I said, "Is that right?" He said, "Yes." It's, don't you dream when you dream? Don't you dream of girls? And I thought, no, I don't when I dream. I, you're one of the people I dream about. I said, I, but I, I didn't mention that. I didn't yes, mention that yeah. time. But I thought, yes, there is a, there is a, a, a difference here. There's a difference oh. here. Yeah. Wow. And so that that's your teenage years. Talk to me what you did after school. What was the first thing you did there? And right. how, where well, did you go off to and why? Yeah, yeah, yes, I was it's in Blackburn. I, I'm, I'm, okay. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm a Lancashire lad. Oh, I see. It was a working class background. I lived in a two up, two down terrace house in, in, in with a with a railroad not going through the house but right round the back right. and so close that you might have thought it was coming through the house at times. And was that outside loo, tin bath, all those yep, kind of yep, standard yep, stereotypical yep, things? Wow. Yep, yep. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. Are you a single child? Have you got brothers or sisters? No. No, there was uh, um I had uh, three other siblings. Um I'm the eldest. Yeah. And then then my sister and uh, then uh, uh, then Ken and then the youngest Derek and uh, Derek was the first to die he, he died at seven, 2017 wow. uh, from the, uh, the the nasty flu that was raging they said it was the, the worst flu that there had been since uh, the Spanish, so called Spanish flu which mm. is the, 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 the great world the, the, the yes. flu after the great world war and uh, I was, I was, I was devastating, you know. So, I, I, and it was on Christmas Eve, so Christmas has never been the same since then. Crumbs. So, where did we go, career-wise, job-wise? Well, well, I did a deal with my with my with my parents. I said, look, uh, I've already got the necessary qualifications to get into a treated training college. So, oh. when when my sister starts work um, and, and she starts contributing, uh, can I then uh, go to 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 to, uh, to teach a training college? And that was the the, the agreement. So that's what I do. I, and I worked. They wanted people in the the, the um, employment exchange. So I became a, a, an officer, a, a clerical officer, and I was taking her more, more than the dad was earning. So whilst you're working in the Labour Exchange, what are you doing to prepare for going to teacher training college in Durham? Although uh, I, I, I tried to get to A-levels, when you're working, and you just can't give the, the time that you need to do for, for uh, to, 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 to study and to, to, to do well. Yeah. And so I, I didn't get my A-levels, but I did get into the, the College of Edinburgh Beat. And it was it's fabulous. I thought this is the best best times best years of my life. But uh, I, I uh, escaped at the weekends. Yes, 
to Newcastle. And uh, yes, and and so the, uh, I, I've, I I actually met somebody there, and uh, that was. Uh, so where, where did we go escape to? What was there to escape to in Newcastle in the uh, late fifties? They, they well, they had a, a, a gay bar or a bar that was gay at the, the weekends, um, and and a sort of nightclub, I think. I think wow. it was a, well, it was certainly an, a, a, a after hours. I think it was a nightclub because that's where I met uh, Eddie, and. Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, so how did yeah. you find out about that? There's, you know, I had the gay times. Today, there's the internet. How do you know that a gay bar or club exists in the late fifties, early sixties in Newcastle? <clears throat> um, that's a good question. Well, you, 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 the way that you 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 met people is is was in people's houses. You know, you just had parties, uh, and also uh, uh, it was word of mouth as, yeah. as much much as anything. And uh, yes, uh, and of course, cottaging, cottaging, yeah, absolutely, yes. And I yes. imagine that was you know that was the place because you could you could be in a toilet. But for those who don't know, cottaging is hanging around in basically in men's toilets and having sex with other men, isn't it? That's the premise of it. So uh, I assume you were there for a, a user of cottages at the time. Then, oh yeah, 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 but but uh, not not in Durham. Oh, no, 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 no. So you, would you travel to a different place so that you wouldn't be spotted or known? Mm-hmm. How far did oh, you yeah, go? Oh, yes, yeah, so I've got to be straight. I had to be straight. Yes, of course. That. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, so it's Newcastle was the place to, to go. And, uh, yes, I, I did have an affair whilst I was up there. So, and, But uh, I'm still, we're still, a lot, so we've gone, how far were you travelling to a cottage? And how and I still don't know how we got from there to to Newcastle to a club. It's just like this is blowing my mind that I don't know. You know, train. It's called a train. And they actually worked in those days, and they were reliable in those days. So yeah, I, I went. I, I, often though, I uh, uh, coming back from uh, uh, from 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 Durham. Uh, at the end of term, I would hitch. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could yeah. hitch in those days. Yeah. On one occasion, I was I was picked up immediately, and uh, this guy was saying, "And uh, I, what was it like to be a a, a, a priest?" And I said, oh, "No, I'm not a priest." He mistaken my white turtleneck shirt <laughs> for a for a dog collar. So, and did he only pick you up because he thought, "Well, he's he's well, a man I mean, of the cloth." He's a, he's a, <laughs> well. <laughs> It obviously didn't didn't uh, didn't do any any harm, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, yeah. So, so it, was, it was quite easy in those days to do it. It was, it was a, a sensible. It was a way, but you how know. do you get from? Because it's not as if you drive. There, there weren't motorways. You can't just drive down the A1 across the M62 and back over. How did you get from Durham to Blackburn then by hitching? Um, well, you go you go from place to place, mm-hmm. and uh, but the the greatest that the, could the, take the, some the, time. Well, yeah, but you do it in a day, mm-hmm. you know, or less. So now you're a qualified teacher. Tell me about your first job. My first job was in Nottingham, which was at the old all-aged school. Right. Um, and, there. and I did have a um, a relationship whilst I was there in, in Nottingham. And Nottingham, of course, it does have one or two um, bars, which are gay on certain nights. Yes. Was it usually like uh, a Monday when no one else wanted to go or something like that, or a Sunday evening? No, 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 it was at the weekend. Wow, well, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, other places, yes, I remember, um, I, the, well, in Stoke-on-Trent and in, uh, uh, when I was in, in Macclesfield, uh, there was, uh, uh, you went to the, uh, the, the Admiral Rodney 
in Presbury on a Thursday, or was it a Tuesday? And it was in uh, the Market Tavern in Sandbach on a Thursday. Right. And was that yeah. a known thing? Or was that oh, yes. publicised as a as no. a gay evening? It's just no, known no, no, that that's no, no, no. Everything was done by word of mouth. And people don't believe that anymore, do they? Really? No. I didn't know you could go to Presbury on a certain yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. And was it busy? Was it? Was there a number of yeah, pe- a lot of people there? Fair number of people. Fair number of people. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Um, but there, there wasn't anything anywhere in, in Macclesfield. I get it's people's houses. You went to yes. people's houses. But you can't knock on the door. You had to have met them somewhere. Are we still cottaging? Are we cruising? Or or how are we meeting people? Well, if you go to people's house, it's usually about word of mouth. People who know, people who know. Do you just knock on the door and go, hello? Was it a certain day and a time that you know John's oh, no, having a party? No, 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 no. You, you go to a be you know it'll be a, a, a special event. You know you're expected to bring uh, uh, food or or mm. drink with you. That was that, that was that was the way it, it worked. And uh, yeah, I, I had a great great time. And I remember somebody saying, uh, Morris said, you, "You really changed since you've been to college." He says you you've become a nicer person. <laughs> oh, you were so, so arrogant. Yes, I, I I really wasn't. An, I, I, I looking back on on, on my life, I've, I've uh, I'm ashamed at some of the ways I treated people, mainly boyfriends. Um, in what in what way? And it was this because they that's yeah, you know, you're in your early twenties there, but then you're yeah. looking back and say I've done it. You know, did, were you quite nasty to people throughout your life? Or well, you... no, no, he was. I wasn't. I wasn't nasty. It's just that I just insensitive. You know, I just dumped yeah. them. You know, and, I always uh, say, user and abuser. I sort of, but then of course it happened to me. You know, I I got dumped, and it it, it really hurts. It's not it nice, really does. It? It's no. not nice at all. No. And so, I mean, the only times that I've been uh, really in love, I've, I've it's, it's been so devastating. You know, it's, it's heart wrenching when things. Uh, uh, it's just like a bereavement. Yeah. You know? so it's, uh, and, and how so, many times have you been in love? Do you think? About two or three times. Yeah. Is, uh, Ballet, really? Of of how many years are we talking? Um, well, the big, the, the one, the, 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 I mentioned uh, um, Macclesfield and and Nottingham. When I yeah. moved from Nottingham, the boyfriend in Nottingham moved with me to to Macclesfield, and so that that lasted uh, about about a, a couple of years or three at the most. And then the one after that was uh, the one which, oh, yeah, that, that's coming up to it. This is significant because well, it happened whilst I was in Stoke-on-Trent. So we're living in Stoke in the early 80s now. What was it like being gay in that time? What was it like day to day? I had to be a straight man. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you could still get sacked for being gay. You know, so is it, is it, is it, you know, so so I guess I I went along with that. So I, I was, and did you? Were there any times where you thought, you know, I've, I've blown my cover or anything like that? Was there any times? I did blow. Went, I did. I did blow my cover. I did blow my cover. I got got, got caught cottaging in in uh, um in 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 Congleton. By who? And, Police. Yeah. They 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 mounted a, a an entrapment. They mm. they got step ladders up and they were peering down into the, over the, the cubicle cottage. tops. No way. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. This is the police, you know, was was setting, you know, Arjun Provocateur was setting people up. That's right. Yeah. And so was there a lot of that about? Was it a regular occurrence to be, as a gay man, kind of, um, I, f- I forgot the word now, not penalised, but... Discriminated against. Discriminated against. Yes, against another, yeah, yeah. But it's actually targeted 
wasn't targeted. it? Targeted. Oh yeah, we yeah. Targeted. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that that must have yeah you 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 want to go into a cottage, you wanted that, but the thinking that actually there could be a policeman at any moment that's you know that doesn't add to the the frisson and the uh, the it romantic does, side of the occasion, does it? No, no, no I suppose, but, it's, but it does add a frisson of another. <laughs> I know, but I can't perform under that kind of pressure. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yes. Well, I, that's that shows the difference between us. I think. <laughs> yeah. So, what happens yeah. to a man who's arrested, uh, you know, in in public in Congleton? In the are we in the seventies now? It's got to be a, a decade later. It's eighty two. Wow. So Eight. it's okay. So even then, you know, it's, you think, oh, life has moved on. The world is a better place. But no, <clears throat> eighty two. You're you're arrested for cottaging. There, there, there was there was. Uh, I, I remember that uh, when I was, uh, yeah, it, it, it was around uh, about that time, maybe a, a year before or two before, when they the police had raided uh, a cottage in Longton Park, having surveyed it. With um, Mike, uh, with fiber, fiber optic uh, uh, cam- uh, camera, with the fiber optic yeah. uh, uh, to, to 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 substantiate what, and wow, they, so they they were recording they, they, it, and they well, what they did is that they printed the the um, the, the full face of all the people, about twenty five, I think, on the front page of the Sentinel, wow. with their with their names and addresses. Bloody hell! Yeah, names and addresses of people who were probably not out were just men having sex with men were probably married with kids yeah. and yeah. social standing. You've got it. You've got it. You've got it. You've wow. got it. And uh, I, 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 full marks to my uh, parish priest. He managed somehow or other through his uh, pulling strings to get the opinions of local. Uh, faith leaders. Um, well, it was actually be, be mainly um, Church of England, yeah. Catholic, uh, Methodist, and uh, Congregationist. I, I don't think we got as far as, as approaching the Muslim community or mm. anything outside of, of that. And so it wasn't quite the same number of faces on the front page, but there was a similar front page with a, a kind of response. To, uh, to to the previous week, so I thought, well, that that was oh from uh, what from what did that response say? Saying uh, that that it was wrong what they had done. Right. And, wow. Uh, yes, criticizing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, sorry, I should have made that clear. Yeah. They, no, they were they were coming. They weren't coming to to back it up. They were there to challenge it. Yeah. Wow. Because and um, also some you know something must go. There's something wrong with the newspaper as well, isn't there? That wanted to print that kind of story and felt that that was newsworthy and interesting. And, you know, um, well, we still look, it was another 10 years, wasn't it? And um, George Michael's doing it. And it was, you know, in fact, it was probably, is it 20 years when? That was 2004, I think, wasn't it? And it was still of an public interest thing then. So it's, you know, salacious gossip. But there aren't aren't any cottages anymore. No. I... (laughs) Yeah, I used to work in an office in Manchester, and and we used to. I used to look out a basic office boy job like you had. I used to look yeah. out the window, and I don't know if on King Street and Bridge Street, where the big tax office is, there used to be a cottage there. And my office window looked down on it, and every day at the same time, this red two CV would would come in, would pull up outside. He would go in for a little while, for quite a while, and then come out, and he would do it every day. 
and cottaging and you can see just watch men going in and out all day so you could quite easily pick someone up and if you were the police you go right well he is and stuff yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. it's it's quite dangerous putting yourself out there isn't it absolutely yes well i well the, the end of it was that uh i uh got i well the the barrister um because the judge said when i came to the bar uh this uh this offense uh carried a uh a life sentence. No, and, and my barrister said, "said Thank God, Lord, uh, my Lord, times have changed." Yeah, and so yeah, I just pleaded guilty and uh, got uh, three three years suspended sentence. A three year suspended sentence for being a gay man and wanting to get your end away. Yeah. And so how, the, and what was that like in back in the community for you then after that? You know, because well, I, I just, imagine I, did, that was I was outed. I was publicly outed. Yes. That's when my head of the department said, no, I never thought you were gay, Moss. I thought you were theatrical. <laughs> Mad, isn't it? Uh, but I thought, and, and Barrister said, look, he said, uh, if you want to fight your, your case uh, for the uh, dismissal from the... Uh... Well, it didn't get dismissal. They suggested that I, I uh, resigned on uh, personal grounds. God. And uh, and, uh, and I, said, I said, well, no, I don't really want to be go back into teaching. I really mm. want to do something else. And it was it was a, a very good friend of mine, no longer with us, who said, um, "She said, Morris, why don't you just treat this as an opportunity that you otherwise wouldn't have had?" Yes. And so kick up I the said, arse in what, some ways. What do you really want to do? I said, yeah. I always, "Always wanted to work in theatre." Yeah. I said, "Well, go for it." So that's when I started writing my application letters. Hundreds of, well, no, not hundreds of, but it just seemed like hundreds. Yeah. And all, all coming back with rejections and all, all nice things, but not no, no actual offers of, a, of an interview. And, and that's um, just for college to get into a university place, that the, no, the letters or for actual no, jobs? jobs. Jobs. Okay. Because you've, so you, you've got a general teaching qualification, but no drama, no, no, theatre no, qualification no, to speak of. No, no, no. So you're up, a bit of uphill no, battle. No. But I did, of course, I did, did have to have my musical qualifications. Yes, yep. And uh, and also the experience of 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 uh, putting on shows and, uh, yeah. and, and uh, performing shows and uh, and directing and uh, so on. And so, uh, yeah, I, I guess that uh, she said, "Have you written to Peter?" The Peter in question is Peter Cheeseman, right. who was the, who was the director of uh, the artistic director of the the uh, Victoria Theatre in, in Stoke-on-Trent, as it was then, mm. in Hearts Hill. Yeah. And I said, no, no, because I, I said, okay, Peter wouldn't detain somebody like me. I knew that he was homophobic, because I think I mentioned that. Yes. And uh, um, so he said, well, working no, in theatre right. and being homophobic, I mean, it's... Right. Uh, well, it doesn't make sense. I fear uh, she and, does protest too yeah, much, yeah, really. Yes, yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, and, uh, so, uh, uh, so I did, and I got an interview. Brilliant. And Peter choose me, gave me my provisional equity card. Oh, oh, so you got one there, and so you, and it was, was it that that you needed to be able to work because it's, yeah. yeah. This is before Maggie Thatcher, before right. before Maggie Thatcher, you know, put put all the stop to all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, you needed that, absolutely needed that, right? Uh, and that's not that's to be an actor or stage management. And of course, I went in as stage management. I thought there's plenty of of really good. Um, out of work actors. Out of work, I, yes. I, no, I don't want to be an out of work actor. I want to be an in work. Yeah. So I, that's why I went for the uh, the job as an assistant stage manager. Oh, did you? Use, and it's, it, 
because they always talk about when you hear equity in the old days, it was I had to choose my stage name or that was registered and stuff. Were you the only Morris Greenham or did you stay as Morris? No, there's, there's no other Morris Greenham. And so I so it wasn't an issue. That's my stage name and it's my real name. Brilliant. So, so yeah. we so we got a job. We're in Stoke. Yeah, so, I loved it. Yeah. And how long were you there for? I was I was there for the, about three years. It was just like coming home. I just yeah. felt, you know, I could be myself, you know, didn't, didn't, didn't have to worry about anything. And what's theatre life like then? What's, you know, it's a, a closed off industry. You know, most of us don't see backstage and what the world's like. You know, we, is it the big kind of fame school, happy family stuff or, you know, tell us it's, about theatre life. It's, well, no, theatre life. I, I Well, certainly at, 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 at the Victoria Theatre, it really was like a family yeah. um, because you did more than one show. The, 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 the same cast did more than one show. And uh, and so you got to know them, but it's a dysfunctional family. I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> at the best of times. And uh, from then, when I left there, I, I left in in, in nineteen eighty four to go down to to Derby. I went down to be a deputy stage manager, so I learned the craft yeah. of of running a, a show, of, of going taking the show from rehearsals into onto stage and running it. Yeah, and that was that was fabulous. But there's something I missed out. No. Yeah, because after being there for less than eight, well, just over a year, I uh, uh, went with my then boyfriend to America. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I, because we, we met these people that previously in Amsterdam, Americans, and they'd invited us over to America. So hang on, I just I was in Amsterdam. We've not we've not mentioned Amsterdam yet either. Where how what, how did you get to Amsterdam? Who's the boyfriend? When we were in Amsterdam, and why Amsterdam? I was I was uh, courted by this uh, this person. I've mean, never been courted in my life, but I was courted. That's that's what I could call mm-hmm. it. You know, sort of being polite, offered drinks, oh. bought presents, and and things. And I the old gonna, days. Yeah, in the old days. Nice I thought this was. I thought this was going to be the love of my life. Oh. And and uh, so and, and he he said, uh, "Shall we go to uh, to Amsterdam at the Easter break when the, the theatre was closed?" So I said, "Yeah, okay, I've never been to Amsterdam." Mm. And so he took me around, and I, he was like. <laughs> Like Charlie in the in the chocolate factory, as he has all a kid in the sweet shop. Yeah. It was uh, it was uh, it was mind blowing. Yeah, I I, I come across backgrounds, back rooms mm-hmm. the first time, and I just amazed. I don't suppose. I, that, do you can you remember the names of the pubs and stuff? Because I remember going in one called Cock Ring, which had yeah. a, a dark room downstairs, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going down there. And yeah. I was thirty, yeah. and I was like, I'm still yeah, not going yeah, down there. Yeah. No, I I can't remember the names yeah. now. And uh, but anyway, I had to have a go. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Amazing. And uh, and we, we met these Americans, as I said. Uh, and uh, we went back to their their place. And uh, in 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 short, we were invited to go back to uh, to 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 America. Wow. Um, in, in the summer. Yeah, and I said I will leave it a year. And no, is the real to go now? And uh, so it's fine. That's what we did. And whilst I was there, um, we picked up a, an, an STD. Right. Um, and uh, we went to the clinic in Atlanta, Georgia, and had penicillin shots. Um, I, I thought I was clear, but he certainly wasn't. And so when we came back to Stoke. We both went to the GUM, the, the Gum Clinic, medicine, the Gum yes. Clinic, 
Yeah. I can't say the whole word, so yeah, it's just a gum clinic. It's the genitory urinary medicine. <laughs> yeah. The STD, uh, the clap, or, or, or the or clap G- clinic. The clap clinic. <laughs> the clap clinic. Which was just around the corner from where I live. So you've obviously been putting it about a bit in the old states then. You know, you didn't sit at home getting STDs, did you? No, but I'd only had uh, unpenetrated sex with my partner. Mm. So that's, you need to be aware that bear okay. that in mind. Right. And but so 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 the results came, and unbeknown to either of us, we were also tested for this mysterious disease. Oh, unbeknown! Two, two gay men coming back from America with an STD. We better test them for this other this mysterious disease. The other thing. Wow. Yes, they they uh, although they didn't have a name for it, they knew that it was a a, a, a retrovirus, and uh, yeah. and so they they I, I think they used this more or less the same test. Not. Earlier versions of yes. the test they're using now, the, the ELISA test and the uh, Western Blot test. Wow. And uh, so the, 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 so without um, your permission? Yeah, without my, you know, no cancer, no, 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 no permission, no, nothing. Wow. And uh, the results came back. My partner was negative. Right. I was positive. Wow. I thought you got it wrong. You got it wrong. They did the retest. Still came back positive. And you just said I was only having penetrative sex I, with my boyfriend. Boyfriend, so, yes. yes. And, and so, I, but I thought it somehow or other it had piggybacked, and uh, that's where I got it from. Yeah. But of course, as you know, and everybody knows, you cannot catch HIV from somebody who doesn't have it. In fact, because as I said, that I, uh, I, I because I'd had unprotected sex with my partner, um, then. I couldn't have got it from him. I would because mm. he didn't have it. So it must have been earlier. Mm. And of course, in those days, it took three months to be absolutely sure of a test. You did. You had to. Yeah, you test. had to wait, didn't you? And three months before then, yeah. Where was I? In Amsterdam. I was totally devastated. I thought that was going to be the end. Of the well, there's no treatments, was there? They, you, you know, today no. we have antiretrovirals. You have your three pills a day. Your combination therapy. <laughs> Then they're just going, sorry, can't yeah. help you, I suppose. Well, maybe it's because I, I was doing something which I really loved and uh, I, I just threw myself in, in, into work and uh, I, and uh, I'm just uh, waiting for the disease to speak for itself and it kept very silent. Yes. I was asymptomatic for almost uh, uh, 10 years. And were you going there for, were you now in the system and having regular checkups? So they I mean, Could they even count your T4 cells and... Yep. All those level viral yep. load levels yep. and stuff was that yep. available? Yeah, which yep. is what the first test was doing anyway, yep. I suppose. Yeah, yep. yeah. And so the CD4 count was, was gradually going down. There's no no question yeah. of it. And uh, I was offered AZT when it came out. Came out. Well, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, you see, I was well. Yeah. And I was enjoying my life in professional theatre. Yeah. And uh, so I said no. And also, I knew. Where did I get my information from? Capital Gay, uh, Pink News, whatever it was called at the time, yep. and also a, a Body Positive. That was, it was the really... Pink Paper as well, wasn't there? That's at the time. Pink Paper. That pink was paper. it. That, yeah. I used to pick that up in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and but I was getting my information from the Body Positive newsletter, which came out. Yeah, and also from Gay Men's Health Crisis in New York. Wow, as well as. What's it called? Uh, in uh, the, the similar uh, organization in San Francisco, uh, Project Positive, whatever it was, is it uh, Project Inform? 
right. Okay. San Francisco. And this so is was, not through the internet. How were you getting this? The internet didn't exist. Were you, snow, m- snail mail. Snail mail. Good old waiting yeah. for a post to arrive. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you met up with people then. Yeah. That was another means of, of communicating with people. Classify ads in the... Uh, oh, and so video, I'm going to talk because I I used to use classified ads. But how did it leave you sexually in in a you know from having this HIV diagnosis or AIDS as it was then? You know where did that leave you in relationship wise and wanting and having sex? Were you still doing it? Well, my my partner was with me at the time. Um, gradually, well, he moved himself out of my life. Hmm. And, and I just blamed him, you know, it's the HIV. And he said it wasn't. And uh, looking back, I was thinking, uh, because of what happened to a subsequent partner, I thought, yeah, the, the, no. I, I mean, I wasn't really a good person to be, because I was always away. You know, mm. I was I was rehearsing in London or I was, I was uh, running a show in, uh, um, in, 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 uh, in Birmingham or in uh, um, Liverpool. Um, or on tour, and uh, so I, I was never at, never properly at home. So it, it, there is, I've, I've got to factor that into it. So it's, it's not all his right. fault, but I, I certainly was uh, heartbroken. No, no question about it at mm. all. So yeah, that's how that's. Uh, so that that, that was um, the early years, and I said I was, but I I was relatively well. Yeah. Until, until 1994, and that's when it... Because AZT was just poison, wasn't it? It was a horrible it, drug. It, it was, it, you know, it saved lives. It, yeah, but it killed as many as it, yeah, as it saved. Yeah, I yes. And then when they discovered that it was half the dosage was twice as effective, or was more effective, I, I mean, I was still uh, well, so I, I refused it then. Wow. It was only when, when uh, it was quite obvious that something was major that was going wrong, which was in 1994. Mm. That's when I was, uh, um, um, yeah, I was supposed to be working on a, a prestigious new production um, with, with a, 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 a production meeting in London. And, uh, and, and, and I woke up and I, I just didn't know. I, I just panicked because I've got to be in London, got to be in London. And... Uh, so my, my, my car was already packed, so I just just got in and um, and went, hmm. and uh, and it was just like I drove away, and I was with the fairies, and I don't mean dancing in the nightclub, the gay nightclub. <laughs> I was I was not not with apparently, it. Apparently, apparently it was it's been described clinically as a fugue state, right? <clears throat> and what had happened? HIV had gotten into my brain. Yes. The, the outcome of it was that, uh, that I, I I arrived in London, but I didn't know where I was. I, I didn't know why. I, I, I knew I had to be there, but I, I, I couldn't possibly get to the rehearsal room in time. And so it was it was just a mess. And uh, I, I ended and, and it, it all came. Um, I started to sort of come round when I was in Victoria train station mm. And I bought some uh, some food, and I and I thought, oh, I could do with a milkshake or something. So I, I left my stuff, and I, and I was halfway to the to, to the uh, um, to, to the the, the 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 counter, and I thought, oh, I mustn't leave my my belongings unattended. Um, and so I went back, and I couldn't find my my black leather jacket. I couldn't find my food, and I went round twice, and I thought, 
I've been robbed. And it was only then that I, that I came to and I, I went to the, uh, the, the, um, the railway police and reported it. And they had been following this 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 guy apparently, and uh, eventually I was I was reunited with my stuff. But at that point, I I had nothing. I got mm. no credit cards and I got no no, no cash. And so I, I I I thought, well, what I can do is I can uh, confirm uh, my my mate who's in um, uh, on a show in uh, in the West End, and so I phoned him and he eventually came to the phone and said, uh, get into a taxi. I said, I've got no money. Is it? Get into a taxi. Terry will play at the other end, and so I went and I stayed with them, and they were they were just like angels. And after all this, you know, they they just to have kindness. Like, oh, that's when I first break, broke down and uh, in, in tears. And uh, yeah, the, it was wonderful. They said, "Look, you got you go home tomorrow. We're going to burn these. Um, and, uh, uh, you can borrow these jeans and." Uh, because I was in a mess, mm. and uh, and so that's what I did, and I went back to the uh, um, to the rose from the following day, and uh, again, and then I went look, looking for my car because I lost my car, you see. Oh, God. And and they said uh, that they sacked me on the spot when it came, which is what you needed, really, wasn't it? You know, you weren't in any fit state to be doing no, this. No, no, no. Well, the, the outcome of it was that I was hospitalised, yes. and uh, wow. I, I, and uh, I, I got a, um, an AIDS diagnosis and wow. six months to live. And the defining illness was um, uh, HIV encephalopathy or encephalopathy or encephalitis. Yes. Yeah, means dementia. Yeah, and so uh, that that accounted for the fact that I was having these problems with uh, losing things, not just credit cards and glasses. But uh, um, well, the, the 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 cash to be paid out to actors that was in a attaché case. <gasps> I lost the attaché case. No. Uh, fortunately, I got. I went back to the cottage uh, when it was a bit uh, lighter, and, uh, and I opened the curtains, and it was there. No, then, so yeah, you've been yeah. cottaging as well in all the middle of this? No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. No, oh, you just it's, it's need to answer the call later. To, yeah. Yes, that's right. After after the show, I went home and uh, uh, and, uh, and 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 opened the curtains and, and found it. So right. that, that must have been yeah. Oh, the and cottage you were actually staying in. Absolutely, yes. not an actual, yes. not no, a public no, convenience no, cottage. No, oh, no, 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 you're confusing <laughs> me, man. I'm I'm so sorry. Yes, I should have pointed out. Yes, all the the, the stage management at, at rented a cottage. Oh, for, right. For, okay. Well, we're on tour. This is, I take it back is, about uh, you going out cottaging with all the cash yeah. then. No, 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 no. We were in a cottage. We actually <laughs> rented it, and it was only got back. It's not there, getting any better. This rent and cottaging. <laughs> You've got to be careful with your terms, haven't you? Yeah. Useless, language is so important. Yeah. But the, then after that, there was the car, and, and uh, I, I kept losing it, and I, 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 I invested in a a tracker. Uh, to to so it could be uh, tracked. Yes. And, uh, so the next time that I lost my car, I, I phoned the police and said, I've lost my car. Oh, I said, but it's all right. It's got a tracker on it. Oh, so we don't we don't operate one of those unless this car's been stolen. So the next time it happened, I said, I bring up, I said, my car's been stolen. Oh yes, I said, I'm, I'm, where are you calling from? I'm calling from the 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 northbound uh, um, service station on the wherever it was on the M6. Oh, they said, why don't you go across to the other side and have a look and just see if it's there? I said, no, it's definitely on the north side. Just just, just do that. And, of course, in those days, 
out the side of the, uh, of the of the services were identical, mm. absolutely identical, and of course I'd been cottaging, <laughs> and so I I just lost track, and so <laughs> you I turned went, left instead of right out the loop. When I went to the other side, if we could, the same. south side, as I thought, yeah, was the north side, which it was there. So, wow. that, so that was that. It wasn't Nutsford it Services, is, was it? Um. Well, it was either Nutsford or, or Sandbach. Yeah, one of the yeah others. they yeah, both had quite notorious it. cottages back then in the, those days, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, so that was that was that was that, and uh, uh, yeah, I got hospitalised, and, uh, and as I said, uh, six months to live. Wow. And uh, so I thought I'd better keep my brain active. That's that's, yeah. that's that's and that's when I went back to 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 college and started doing uh, courses there, and uh, yeah. And that's um, that's twenty five thirty years ago. We're getting on for now, so it's it's obviously nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety four. Yeah, so you've been on. Obviously, treatment has worked ever since then. You've obviously kept up well, a good I was, regime. I was I was fortunate because I was uh, around when the Delta trials. That was um, the, the 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 good trial after the the one the, the trial the, the good outcome uh, that tested AZT. Alongside DDI or DDC, right? And, so um, this, this is co- the first combination, combination therapy. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Before triple combination, yeah. before that, and that I think uh, brought me the time to be around wow. for the protease inhibitors in uh, how to come and move on to the next one. Yeah, I was on Ritonavir, which was massive. I was, uh, I, I, you know, it was, well, and also I was given the wrong dosage. And it really uh, takes a while to get used to it, doesn't it, and figure it out? Yeah, yeah you've got to have. Uh, you don't start on the full dose; you start on fifty percent. And it's but my my excellent consultant who knew everything, uh, and uh, he he said he had a holistic approach to, uh, to with his, dealing with his patients. I thought that really sounds excellent. Mm. That's so forward looking. But what he meant by holistic was not what I thought of being holistic. What he meant by medicine is that I know what's best for you, body, mind, and soul, and that's what counts. Mm. <laughs> So I had I had a run in with him, yes, you can imagine. <laughs> so yeah, I I, I uh, um moved from I, I I switched my care from um from here to to North Manchester to uh, to someone who I, I could trust mm. because I'd I'd met him at uh, in symposiums and uh, uh, HIV and, yeah. and AIDS symposiums in London. So Wow. Yeah. You did touch on contact ads because I was a big proponent of contact ads in the in the early well, well, when I first came well, out. He, well, here's here's an unusual take on that one. What I use what I put into the um body positive news newsletter was uh um a musician people wanting to make me make music. That's it, yes, yes just make music. And and some people, of course, thought that that was a a, a euphemism. Yes, of and course. I, I, but I believe I, I wasn't. I, I just you know thought it would be interesting for uh, for, for people to, to to meet up and and to to, to play uh, duets or mm-hmm. uh, and You're not pia- piano not duets. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not it. going well, then. But 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 voice and and piano or uh, instrument and piano. I met some lovely people, but doing that. people just did respond, and and I did meet some lovely people, and we and some of them were really very good players, and so that was you know that was good. I you know I, I enjoyed that. So that was uh, an unusual take on the classified Indeed. ads. Indeed, yes, because yeah. I, I wasn't after sex. And the whole thing about classified ads was was the compli- It was so complicated because you had to write your letter to yeah. the box you had to put yeah. that in an envelope 
That's right. Write the number of the box yes, behind yes, the stamp, yes, where the stamp would go. Yeah, yeah, yes, put that right, another yeah. envelope. Send yeah, that on. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. very first boyfriend was through. Through I met oh, through a goodness. contact ad. I oh, sent. Right. I sent a letter and a reasonable photo because we had to actual proper printed photos. Didn't we? We never had them ourselves. It was a really weird thing. And this is nineteen ninety. And I sent it off and. A week or so later, I got a, a letter back saying, thank you, you know, here's my contact details. And then I had to phone this phone this person up. And it's like, I even ran away from, I was at Hall University, and I ran as far away, well, I walked as far away from the area as I could so I could go on the phone box and ring him so that no one yeah. would see me and, and stuff like that. So, what are you doing in a phone box? I was just yeah. like, I'm using a phone. So I had to ring this person. It's the scariest thing I think I've ever done. But I used to meet quite a few people through them. It was, you know, VWE, GSOH, all those kind of acronyms you got used to, didn't you? Yeah, we all wanted a VWE and a, and a VGSOH. So it was, uh, wanted to laugh and have a good time, didn't we? So where else did you go out and meet people? I got into the leather scene after I'd uh, had my AIDS diagnosis, mm-hmm. I think. And this was in Manchester. Yes. In the, so, um, in the REM? Well, you start in the REM, then go to Napoleon's, yeah. and then there was a club which was near the fire station, the old fire station in Wicker Street. Oh, oh. towards Piccadilly. It was Rockies at one point, wasn't it, in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s? On some of the Rockingham. Right. Where's that? Remember the Rockingham? No. Oh, well, now you see, that's the other side of Albert Square. There's a totally different area. Right. Make a note of that and check with them. (laughs) Well, it's long gone, isn't it? Because the village, because it was... Anywhere yeah. that the you know there was no central place really there was the REM and there was the Central yeah. Park and there was the Napoleons but there wasn't the village as we know it today. No, but but there was New York that was that was yeah that, yeah that, that was that was that was still, that was going then and, yeah uh, one of yeah, the first bars yeah. I ever went into New yeah, York yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but the leather so, scene, so you're on the leather scene in a mule cap yes I got got one of the got, got one of those got one of those yeah got chaps those. harness I got ch- chaps got a harness got, got got leather 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 Jeans and on yep. the top and yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, top. brilliant. But the thing is, it, most of the time it's just posing. Yes, yeah, a lot of posing. Yeah, and no action, but, and, and, and and no action, and uh, and then. But the the good thing about it is that uh, it was a lot of uh, there was there was a camaraderie that, that built up mm. if once you got to know people. Yes, and then you formed. Your, your individual cliques, mm-hmm. and uh, then yes, that's when I it's very strange uh, encounters there, uh, because you, you got involved in in in, in group um, activities, <laughs> and and I does the word remember. sling mean anything to you, sir? Well, now that now that you mentioned that, there was a curious instance of uh, of of, of, a, of a of a couple, um, a leather couple, and uh, there was me and and my friend, and uh, we, we we quite fancied each other anyway. But uh, we were went we went along as willing slaves, as it were, nice. to uh, to to, uh, to, the, to their place. And the, the thing is, they had a dungeon, but the in a, dungeon, this is in a private house. This is in a private house. Mm. But it's in the terrace house. In fact, they had two houses. They had one house, and the the, the next door were uh, one of them. The the, the parents uh, of, of of one of the the, the lads uh, lived, but she was poorly, and and uh, I'm not quite sure what the situation was. But we had to creep up the stairs because the dungeon 
wasn't down it was in the attic no. and it wasn't in the attic of the of the, the the house that we went to it was in the attic next door wow. so I thought, that was a... <laughs> and where's the mother mother's below in bed well it's just, i think she was on the on the ground floor oh, okay so, so wow. there was there was space between her yeah. men coming and going at all hours uh, we, well, yes. Oh, well, I don't know. No, she wouldn't know that, I don't suppose. It, uh, but and, no, they were very discreet. There's a lot of discretion about it. Yes. But, but the thing is that you were, yes, it was the, what was the MSC, which stood for the Motorcycle Club, but yes. could be, but really the the M and the S should be changed round. It was again a bit like Polari, you know, so backward slang. Yes. So it was really SMC, um, which is Sado Massicum. Yeah. So, anyways, ah. so that's, that's so, so you that's, and your friend went along as as willing slaves as as, oh, as bottoms or or or, 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 or dominant or what, yeah. whatever was, wow. whatever was whatever was required. And uh, I, but the, the the thing is, it it's it, people from other places came up to Manchester, and people from Manchester went to other places. Mm-hmm. So we went down to Brighton, yeah. and so that, that was fabulous. And, but of uh, course, around this time, there's Operation Spanner, isn't the famous one? Yes. Where yes. a load of gay men were having consensual S and M sex in a house right. and yeah. were arrested. Yeah, that's right. You know, so yeah. there was yeah. still a risk, and this is the nineties, and this is still a risk to you yeah. and me as gay yeah. men. Yeah. You know, you couldn't even do that in your own home. Nope. Nope. You know. So yes, so there we are. That's that, and uh, and then it all sort of changed, didn't it? Yeah. My goodness me! Well, it also... but but not until not really till the, the turn of the century, turn of the millennium. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and well, that's when then the internet started, didn't it? In the early the late nineties, late nineties. Yeah, the internet yeah. started. We started dating yeah. there and stuff. So there was less, and the scene started to, I think, kind of started to decline because it wasn't there to meet people. You know, you used to go out to meet people and to socialize, yeah. and we didn't need to do yeah. that as much, did we? We were more visible, we were more accepted. So I think the gay scene has kind of diluted ever since mm-hmm. those times. But actually, looking back, it was really necessary in the, the times because you're talking about the leather scene and community, mm-hmm. HIV and AIDS, of course, yeah. from well, the well, REM came Manchester Pride, didn't it? You know, and, and, and George House Trust, of course, and yes. and, the, and the National Launch and uh, well, and Body Positive Northwest, which is yep. no longer. Um, I mean, Wally Range. I went to their place in Wally Range. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so did I. So did yeah. I. Yes, I was, I was uh, not not found a member, <laughs> but uh, uh, but I, I certainly went along in the early days there, and also the National Long Term Survivors Group. See, I don't know. I've never heard of that. Right. Well, it's now called High Vitality. Yeah. Sounds like a protein drink. They started off in 1992, um, but it was 1994, as I said, when I, I got my AIDS diagnosis. And it was, I think it was about 1997 when I actually eventually managed to, to, to catch up with them. And they were in Cheltenham at the time. Mm. We moved from there because it became uh, too expensive and because we were having problems with the, with the warden. Because folk were, were, were really enjoyed themselves, let the hair down on the, uh, the, in, in the evenings. And, uh, and there was a lot of cross-dressing. Nice. And, uh, yes. Well, yes, but it, it wasn't approved of when they moved up to Shallowford House, and uh, so the, the, the cross dressing had to uh, be toned down. Why? Uh, oh, well, this this is in this is in the uh, the the nineties, and yeah. uh, this still wasn't as uh, as accepted as it is now. Nothing like nothing. No. Like. You look at what drag race has done for drag. Yeah. You know, it was always kind yep. of Les Dawson and Roy Barraclough kind of drag. Yeah. Or it was Fufu yeah. Lamar's drag. 
Yeah. And now look yeah. at it. You know, it's just yeah. unbelievable, isn't it? Would you do you know that I I uh, I remember Lizzie Savage? Really? I remember Lizzie Savage from live performance. Yeah. The, and guess where? None other than. Stoke the Vauxhall. No. Oh, London's the, Vauxhall Tavern. The Vauxhall Tavern. Wow. In London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, what was the, uh, the, the, she had a little fox. Um, it was actually a, a fur fox, but uh, to call it Zippy or something like that and to talk wow. to it. She was so amazing. Yeah. Brilliant. I thought, I don't, I don't want to get to Ed the wrong side of her. No. And I, I used, in the early 90s, I worked in a bar in Manchester called Atlas Bar, which is at the end of Deansgate. Oh, yeah. And yeah. one day I heard this voice. I was like, that's Lily Savage. I recognise that mm. voice. Looking around, of course, there's nobody. No, no, no in a big, no. in a six foot wig and all this kind of thing. No, no, and there's no. this grey haired man in his fifties yep. at the time. And you know, there's Paul O'Grady, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. before the yeah. fame that he got yeah. now. And I got his autograph on the back of my um, bar tab wow. thing for God. things. So, yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my God! I don't know what he was doing in Manchester, yeah. but he was in my bar. Yeah. It was yeah. lovely. Well, talking about bar work. Oh yes. Um, uh, well, I, I worked at, at, at both the Rembrandt behind Did the you? bar and also at uh, the uh, Rockingham Club. Uh, and I was I was promoted to the cocktail bar at the back. <laughs> what, did that mean something I'm not I'm not getting? Or was it no, actual no, cocktails? No. no, it was cocktails. But no, no, it was just, just another bar. Just yeah, another yeah. Bar. So as we come to the end of our conversation, why don't you tell us a bit about what you do on a day-to-day basis now you're in your 80s? A lot of my time this day is taken up with the North Midlands LGBT Older People's Group. Oh. Um, that was founded uh, by myself and one or two others in uh, 2009. About five of us, uh, gay men, and, uh, in uh, the Leopard Inn in, in uh, Burslem mm. on a cool winter's day. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, this has just grown and grown, and uh, in t- so much so that in 2019 uh, we had to become a charity. Oh wow, that's good. So we're a registered charity now. Now it's time to talk about playlists. I know you've sent me your email uh, with your songs on, but whilst I find that list because I've not got it to hand, can you tell me um, what was on it? Well, first of all, it was uh, uh, um, Freddie Mercury Queen. Ah. Yes, I, um... oh, the show must go on. Oh, Cominards for a friend. I, for a friend, that's right. That that album was just lovely, wasn't it? I just absolutely yeah, yes. brilliant stuff. Van Halen, and you know, you, you know, you know the story about that, don't you? No. Well, it was the friend was uh, Richard Coles. Of course, Richard Coles had told them that he was positive, ah. and he wasn't. And he wasn't. He wasn't. Oh, these, you may fancy a vicar saying these that. men of the cloth. And look at him on Radio Four. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I didn't tell you, talk about Amsterdam and the cock ring and the communards. I had a fight with Jimmy Somerville in a bar in Amsterdam in the cock ring. No. Mm. Wow. Before I let you go, because I am going to have to let you go at some point, part of the show is um, about me and I kept, very sadly in the early 90s, kept a list of all my dates. And oh, right. when the lottery, because I was sad, there was nothing else to do. There was no phones. There was no um, there was no internet, was there? Television wasn't very yep. good. So... And when we when the lottery came out in 93, we needed to choose our, our six lottery numbers, didn't we? So I was like, right, I'm going to go to my fucker facts, as we call it now, and I am going to get my six best from there and get them my lottery right. numbers. And they've been the same ever since. But what I've done, I've got one to 49. So I've got, there were just happened to be at the time, 49 different 
meetings to uh, discuss uh, and to record. And so I'm asking people, as they do the podcast, to pick a number between 1 and 49, and I will see what I can remember, find from my details of them, and I will tell you whether it's one of my lottery numbers. So pick a number between 1 and 49. 13. 13 isn't one of my lottery numbers, and 13 was... um, Someone in December 92 called Mike, I believe. Let me just mm. see if I can find... Ooh, where would I put December 92 in here? Because it doesn't go back that far. Ooh, right, let's have a look. Mike was... Let's see if I can find anything about him. So, oh, Mike, number 13. <laughs> this is very sad. I was living in Hull at the time as a student, so we had a Vauxhall Tavern. But it wasn't anything like the same Vauxhall Tavern. Uh, and he was from Glasgow. And all I have got written down here was in October 1992. He was one of one, two, three, three, Mar- three Mikes. Um, and he had a Rover 216. That's all I can tell you about him. Gosh. So Gosh. it's uh, he scored quite highly. Oh. Eight, six and seven. So I used to give him scores. So there was a... Oh. Whether uh, I fancied okay. you or how good the oh, sex I see. was. Yeah. I oh, all right, okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yes. there was, yeah, he got marked three different things and he got an eight, a six, and a seven, but he wasn't, he isn't in the top six of my shags, oh, but I can't okay. tell you any more about that. So that's okay. a show. Okay. Never okay. mind. Brilliant stuff. So thank you so much for being with me today and giving me your tales and your history. I'm amazed there's been some brilliant things in that. Yes, I haven't told you about my, about going to the, uh, the, the invitation to the, the uh, Royal Garden Party or, 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 or my invitation to the Portcullis House Suite, uh, uh, Lord, Lord Fowler, or the invitation from Lord Fowler to go to the, uh, uh, the House of Lords uh, in October this year. Wow. Well, uh, that's for another on, day. On that, on that note, we'll leave it there <laughs> and we will leave the listener wanting more, so... If you have a story to tell about gay dating in times gone by, whether it's cottaging, cruising, contacts or clubs or anything else, email me at podcast at romp.media. Now, there will be a new podcast along soon, though like a bus, I'm not entirely sure when. There may be one, maybe three all come at once, but I'll get you another one out as soon as I can. Romp.media.